Listener Production. It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, happy Monday to you. I am Alex. That is Matt. How are you, my man, after a big weekend? Dude, do you think that hockey players understand how dangerous what they're doing is? I'm pretty sure they do. Because they've I'm, started like, recently putting on those face masks and like handguards well, for the penalty God. corners. Yeah. yeah, only for one instance. Like they're <laughs> swinging hard sticks. They've got projectiles flying through the air and they're just like, oh, I'll just protect my top teeth. <laughs> you know, yeah, just just a mouth guard will do it. Yeah. Let's not worry about my temples. It's my pretty head, wild. Seen my that. chest. Seeing the people come a cropper in the BMX and stuff. It's uh, it's dangerous stuff out there, but I tell you what, Australia doing very, very well. Congratulations. So good. To um, all the gold medal winners over the weekend. Almost too many oh. to mention. BMX sailing the pool, finishing up very nicely as well. How was Ron Browning's effort as well? That heat. Oh, Bron's oh. fanning herself. <laughs> yeah, he's, he turned a few heads. That's. It was great. Seeing a man with a mullet run 10 seconds for the 100. Oh. oh. Flapping absolutely beautifully. My favourite meme was the uh, Drake, the Drake Hotline Bling one, where uh, you know the top top square says Johan, as in Johan Blake, and he's saying no, and then the bottom one says Rowan. I mean, it's better if when you read it, <laughs> Rohan. All right. Well, let's, the good thing is we're hopefully not going to explain too many memes to you today, uh, but we do want to get into some of the big issues facing us here at home, Matt O'Kine. Luckily, we've managed to get the person who knows uh, the land of Indrapilly, like the back of his hand, your father, Mac O'Kine, is going to be joining us after a couple of uh, pretty scary quake cases for the Queenslanders. We've also got some clickfish with producer Bron, uh, which will be good times. Yeah, and look, I've... Um... <clears throat> I've fallen into old habits again. Bad habits, Alex Dyson, which I've got to uh, sometimes stop and check myself. All right. I'll I'll explain what I mean a little bit later on. Still part of this. All day breakfast. We've got Alex. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Yes. Long time listeners of Matt and Alex would know that whenever the name Indrapilly comes up on the show, Matt usually shouts a postcode. 406A represent. Um, and I tell you what, I would that have must it on be... my neck. I would tattoo it on my neck, but my neck is not worthy <laughs> of such numbers. Uh, well, it must be getting yelled a lot in the O'Kine household because it's been in the news the last couple of days. Brisbane, the latest Australian capital city to uh, do a little snappy, little snap lockdown um, as there was a case at in Indrapilly. So we thought there is one man who, who I would say is almost the Prince of Indro. Matt O'Kine. Um, your father, Mac O'Kine, joins us live from there to report from the ground. G'day, Mac. Hey, good day. How are you going? Good. Uh, now, you've had a couple of close calls around Indrapilly Shopping Centre recently with uh, the exposure listings. How have you gone? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't affect me. Okay. How do you, how do you, how do you combat me. the situation when you go shopping? What do you usually do? For the last one and a half years, I always wear a face mask. And um, goggles. Goggles? Some, some goggles yeah. as well, Mac. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, just uh, to protect yourself. Wow. The Emma oh, McKeon wow. tactic there, <laughs> popping the goggles on and uh, going for gold during the during the walk down the like supermarket. Like swim aisles. goggles or like, like what sort of goggles? Snowboarders goggles. Yeah, like yeah, big I mean, visor just, style. 
Yeah, that type of thing. Something I, I was given when I had a surgery on my eyes. Oh, oh, of course. So they yeah, are they nice pres- prescription as well, Mac? Yeah, it's a prescription. Prescription goggles. Oh, mate, you got it sorted. I'm jealous. I want some goggles. I'm out here with exposed eyeballs, just waiting, asking for the virus. Yeah, those, hey, um, those droplets, they can get in all sorts of nooks and crannies. Hey, Dad, I saw on uh, on the news yesterday that Ironside Primary School is now a very um, concerning a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is a house. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, of course, that's my old primary school, Alex Dyson. I don't I know. know if you know that. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, I know you know that. I'm talking to Alex. <laughs> I didn't know that Matt was an Ironside boy up in uh, yeah. up in school. Um, Mac, yeah. what what was a what was a primary school aged Matt O'Kine like? Oh, I mean, I think he was a very good student, and um, yeah. he did a lot of sports, and people like the teachers like him a lot. And he well, um, didn't go to many of the the parent teacher meetings, I guess. So that's uh, that's good. You didn't hear the truth. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, nah. you know that one of the the one of the um, exposure places is a karate class in Ironside Primary School. I did karate while I was at Ironside Primary School as well. Yes, you did. So are you telling me you missed this virus by like by only thirty years? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a close shave, man. <laughs> I did do karate. Do you remember? Did you ever drop me at karate classes? I can't yeah, remember yeah. if you did. And then you end up with uh, yellow belts eventually. Yes. Yellow. Which is not high. I think it goes I think it goes white then yellow. I think it's yeah. a few more stops till black. No, he had end up with a yellow before he stopped. Yeah, okay. Well, good. First step. It's a violent sport. So I decided that I don't want him to get into violent type of sports. Mm. Yeah, good work. Well, we, we did soccer instead. Yeah, so he did soccer. And, and look, mm. I mean, when you when Brisbane got announced the twenty thirty two hosts of the uh, of the Olympics, you gave me a call. You were very excited, and you know, it must be must be exciting to have uh, the a big games return to the to your you know home city now. Yeah, it's very exciting. All that I have to say is that um, I advise you to think of getting accommodation in Brisbane. Stop it. Yeah, literally, literally the, the moment they got announced. <laughs> no, the moment they got announced, Dad's like, you need to buy a house in Brisbane so you can rent it out for the Olympics. <laughs> now that is the long investment play, Mac. Yeah. That is good stuff. That's why he's the king of Indro. <laughs> Thinking ahead, um, that'll be the 50-year anniversary of the Commonwealth Games, 82 all the way to 2032. Do you reckon you'll uh, pull on the gloves and jump on the uh, the old dentistry tools again, Mac, uh, as a bit of a uh, come out of retirement? Team dentist? No, I won't be able to do that, but I'll be able to give them advice and direct them mm. and also offer my services as much as I could. Okay. Um, what sort of services? Oh, I organize social uh, programs for them, and Ooh. of course, oh, uh, well. we had a, I had I organized a party for them. Oh, we're talking about no, 1982. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You organized a party for the athletes. Yeah. What happened at this All party? Of them. We had it at um, Mount Kuta. You're telling Ooh. me Mount Kutha hosted the Ghanaian athletes with a ringleader, Mako Kine, just putting on a big party sesh up the top of the mountain. 
No, not on the top of the mountain. I think uh, there's a barbecue place down the mountain. Ooh. Oh, okay. So like a barbecue area uh, and you, you put it Kutha, on for everyone. Mount Kutha Base Camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of them. I mean, all the all the Ghanaian team. Oh, they would have oh, loved nice. it, Mac. That's good stuff. And you stuff. hosted. That's awesome. And, and was did anything uh, did anything exciting happen at this uh, party? Did any of the you know players act up? No, they were very 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 decent. Actually, I had a lot of friends and um, workmates who even supplied meats and things like that to the barbecue for the barbecue. Well, you know where to meet us, uh, 2032, Bottom of Mouth Kutha Barbecues. We're going to be having a nice little shindig, I would say, reliving the Com Games 82. Mako Kine, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you for giving us the word on Indra Pili. We very much appreciate it. Thanks a lot. That's okay. We better let you, let you get back to it. Okay, good. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, Alex Dyson, you'll be proud of me. Why, why is that, Matt? I, I often sometimes do feel like your dad. I just give you a little <laughs> pat on the head for well done. Well, much like my dad, all right, who bought me a crocodile mile for Christmas one oh, year after that, much, oh. much pressure. I mean, I really bugged him for this one, and we, he 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 gave in and he got it got it for me. You know, I did, didn't realize how much of a slant our backyard was on. <laughs> well, you, does crocodile mile come with a protractor to measure the incline of a backyard? <laughs> I was, because tell you what, when I went up that little ramp, because it was going downhill, and when I went off that little ramp, <laughs> I was fair dinkum missing the. Ooh. The mile, yeah, very, very easily. I, the only thing I was disappointed by with Crocodile Mile was, wait, hang on, before we do that, Bron, producer Bron, do you know what Crocodile Mile is? Do young people know what that is? I've got no idea what you're okay. talking about. Crocodile Mile oh, was wow, a water slide that you put in your backyard and you put, it's had little sprinklers and you run up and you slide along it and it's just fun. Okay, fun little water yeah, slide. And, and it's got a little like gate, yellow tarp. It's got a little gate through it, and then you go up a little ramp and into like this little blow up pool. That's the splash at the zone. Other side of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this sounds fun. It's a backyard water slide thing. It was, I mean, but I mean, you needed very flat grass, which we did not have. We had a sort of downward slope, and all the all the water in the little pool at the end that you splash into would just bank up at the at the sort of mm. second half of the pool. Um, I would launch over the top of it most times. You'd end up with. Bindi's galore, really. And Crocodile Mile is a little bit uh, misleading because it was a lot shorter than, than I think I was anticipating. It was about three or four metres. It uh, was uh, Crocodile Metres. Yeah. <laughs> crocodile Yards would have probably been more like it. Um, but the reason why I bring this up, Alex Eisen, is because I was faced recently with the temptation to slip and slide into some DMs. Oh, no. Recently. Let me guess. And... Hilltop Hoods, did, did they cop another, no, another worse. big slide? Worse. They they have copped a slide. And look, <clears throat> let me let me just tell you right now, okay? <laughs> as long as you're not rude mm. or sending inappropriate messages or, or pictures, there's nothing wrong with a slide, all yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. As long as you don't get indignant if there is a lack of reply as well. And no, do exactly. Double slide. Yeah, like you're allowed you just, to send messages. You're just sending a message and sometimes people actually respond. It's worked mm. before, all mm. right? After after party at the Logies, right? Yeah. Right. I've just finished uh, Logies after party. I don't want to go to bed. I'm in my room. I'm bored. So I get on my uh, get on Twitter and I message this musician 
called um, Ludwig, who's in a band called San Furman. Mm. And I'm like, hey, no, man, so love not. your you stuff. Didn't, you didn't slide into Ludwig van Beethoven's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was like, hey, man, love your stuff. Would love to work with you one day. And Lud- he's like, Beethoven, sure. you up? <laughs> <laughs> and, he was like, and Ludwig was like, sure. Sends me a couple of San Furman stems. Next minute, Ooh. I'm rapping along, having a bit of fun to them, right? I ended up dropping the one on Instagram three years later. But the point is, okay, I'm so going through Instagram and I'm overwhelmed by this. Mike Skinner, st- the streets. Did you hit up Mike? I have hit up Mike a couple <laughs> of times, yes. Mike is yet to reply. Yeah, just you're just stuck in that crocodile mile splash zone waiting to be pulled out of the pool by Mike. Uh, yeah, so anyways, look, the person who I was going to um, slide into was Jojo. No. <laughs> well, you know, because... But, but Jojo, who sings, get out right now, yeah. it's the end of you and me. And who I worked with on Aquamarine and infamously <laughs> called to find out whether I was needed on set the next day and it was... <laughs> A very bad and embarrassing idea. Because she right? answered, so, didn't she? She answered, yeah. And then <laughs> she she proceeded to just think that I was a weirdo, which I which I was. I, I'll admit <laughs> that I absolutely was. Because you had a non-speaking role for the most part of this film, and you call the lead actress and ask, Am I <laughs> am I needed on set tomorrow? <laughs> I called Lincoln Lewis first to get JoJo's number. So, I mean, I <laughs> even had... Just ask Lincoln while you're chatting I to him. Because uh, he, he didn't have the call sheet for the next day because he was... Di- Anyways, Maybe look, JoJo I made does. a mistake, Dyson. <laughs> okay, I made a mistake. So you were going to slide into JoJo's DMs? I Well, look, the, the reason is Bron tried to get in touch with JoJo last year to say, hey... Matt's Matt birthday's shared coming this up. embarrassing story. We're wondering whether you might want to join us on the podcast. Now, they sort of said, uh, you know, JoJo's people kind of said, <laughs> JoJo's busy <laughs> and probably will be for eternity when it, whenever it comes to you. But, um, but no, I JoJo. was like, they said JoJo might be releasing some music later next year. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can talk about it then. And so I've just noticed that she's, you know, dropping a few tunes, posting a bit on Instagram. I'm like, okay, well, she might want to promote the music on the show. This is the thing. Whenever you, whenever you, you, mm. you're sliding into people's DMs or whatever, What's you, in it for you've got to exactly. Mm. You know, you've got to go. Hey, look, we can help you promote. Well, I don't think we can do it now because we've got to get on with the show. But how about tomorrow? We just we draft a DM to JoJo from Matt O'Kine. <laughs> Because I think the problem is you're just going in solo. You don't have anyone to proofread. You don't have these people helping you out. So how about tomorrow just collectively we, we write a draft DM and then, Matt, you can fire it off and we see how we go with JoJo. I mean, I don't – no. Oh. Fine. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Matt's DM slide. We can be Matt's DM pit crew and Matt comes in and goes, all right, I'm about to slide here. What should we write? And we all get together and go, okay, here we go. Off you go. I know what she's going to reply. Out. She's going to say, get out. <laughs> Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Bloop, 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 bloop. Click fish. Click fish. With producer Bron. Well, every Monday we love 
chatting to our producer, Bron, to uh, find out what she's been clicking over the weekend because he always set her the task over the Saturday and Sunday to hit the headlines that we are too cool to click on, okay? We've got standards, <laughs> right, when it comes to the MSM, mainstream media, right? And uh, we... <laughs> We want to make sure that we're not just giving them the clicks because we understand mm. how valuable that trigger finger is. But Bron loves the MSN. Gaz S&M with the MSM. <laughs> uh, that's how much she loves him. I don't know. Um, hello, Bron. Hello. <laughs> Bron, we ask you to be clicking all those headlines and trying to tantalise us. So uh, what have you seen, Bron? I saw a couple which I thought, oh, maybe, maybe Bronnie will be tapping on that one. We've got a few stinkers today. Um, <laughs> headline from Oh, Seven that's what News. I love to hear, Bron. <laughs> this first one's from Seven News. Headline, flight attendant reveals why you should never, never in capitals, wear shorts on a plane. What? Never wear shorts on a plane? You love your shorts, Alex. Oh, chuck oh, the comfy shorts on the plane. they don't want you to be comfortable? <laughs> they, they, is it? They've already given you such awesome, luxurious seats <laughs> yeah. and such delicious food. God forbid <laughs> you also allow your legs to breathe for 10 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. What, what is the answer, bro? <laughs> well, um, it was a, a flight attendant called Tommy. Um, he, he posted a TikTok about it and he listed the top five things all travellers should know before they board the next plane, and this is what he had to say. Don't or try not to wear shorts when you're on an airplane. You never know how clean it's going to be. So if you have pants, you're going to have less germs. So germs on your legs, I think, is what he was going for. So other people sit in the seats. How about... They drop germs on the seat, and depending <laughs> on how long your shorts are, the germs will be able to go up them. Yes. But they can't penetrate pants. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so. Hey, stop making TikToks and clean the seat better, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right there. You, it's your job. <laughs> Give them a once-over, mate. Oh, my Lord. Do they, do they wipe down the seats? Is that a, is that a common thing on planes? Do we can, can we confirm the seats get wiped down? Well, he was saying that they do do a clean, but he was just saying, you know, sometimes it's a bit of a quick changeover. Right. Um, but a lot of his tips were just I saying they don't clean a the single... plane is <laughs> no. gross and full of germs and basically try right. not to touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anything, I'd anything. be more worried about having knee contact with the stranger next to me, you know, like that. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, geez, we're, we're, all, we're that close. I'm bumping up legs with anyone who could be sitting next to me. That's kind of gross. I mean, I assume that those chairs are filthy already. I knew that. Planes are disgusting. We all know that. Yeah. yeah. At least I can be disgusted in comfort. <laughs> exactly right. I thought he was going to say, don't wear shorts because you'll never get an upgrade. And that makes sense. Mm. Tell you what, I busted out the shorts for the first time over the weekend and I have got some ashy legs, let me tell you. What do you mean ashy? The moisturizer has taken a solid... The, well, I mean, it's a black thing, Alex Dyson. You just don't get it. You don't understand. It just means when you've got like, you know, like w dry, white, cracked legs that really stand out on dark skin. Right. So it's like heaps ashy. So you're looking and like so a because, little... Because of lockdown. Drought-ridden farm down there. <laughs> little dried up lake. <laughs> on my legs, yeah. Mate, honestly, it's so cracky. It looks like... It does. It looks like the uh, uh, the lake of... The, the base of lake air, <laughs> just white salt cracks all down my calves. It's gross. But I haven't needed to moisturise for like the last two months because of lockdown. So mm. had to whip out the uh, 
Well, that's probably why. Matt O'Kine wearing cream. some shorts on a plane. That is bulk epidermis on your uh, <laughs> flight there. All right, Bron, let's go with story number two, please. So this is from news.com. The headline, teacher's horror at student's note. Yeah, I remember having a note confiscated one time, getting passed, and the teacher, like, looks stern. I'm like, don't read it, please. And they just threw it straight in the bin. I'm like, yes. What was, was on good. it? I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but I remember it being embarrassing or something on the note. Good on that teacher. I wouldn't have been able to resist. If you'd said don't read it, I would have been like, brah, I'm reading it and I'm going to find out that you're in love with Stacey or whatever. Well, and then... And I'm going to tell her at lunchtime. And then someone would write an article about the teacher's shock. What was it, Bron? So a student left a note on this teacher from the US um, on his desk saying, you have a hole in your pants. All the kids are talking about it. <laughs> So it wasn't passing notes between students, it was directly at the teacher. Have a hole in your pants, everyone's talking about it. Okay, hold on, hold on. Bron, was this another TikTok video? I'm sorry, yes it was, it was. Okay, okay, (laughs) this is not your fault. This is a message to the media. TikTok is not a source of journalism, all right? Stop it. People are already making the content Mm. on that platform. We do not need little human centipedes gobbling up other people's content and then just pooping it out (laughs) in the form of more content so that other people click on it, all right? Do better. Yeah, I wonder if journalists, you know, literally studying it for for three years at the moment are are seeing like, okay, how do you... (laughs) So your kid's TikTok where they wrote a teacher a note and turned that into news. That's, It'll be that's, interesting. That's a thing. I mean, we do it. We're allowed to do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're allowed to do it because we are We have daily... no standards. <laughs> yeah. But for God's sake, don't let your craft sink to the absolute garbage gutter that we're in. I want better for you. Yeah, the, um, <laughs> if they were to make a meme out of it, it'd be the mum playing with the <laughs> playing with the child in the pool and like journalism's drowning because of this TikTok trend, and then Matt and Alex are the skeleton at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> We've already sunk and what's decomposed. What's even worse? What's even worse is that we're making content out of the journalists who have made the content out of the TikTokers. So oh, we're getting... Speaking of we're human getting, we're centipede. We're at the end of the centipede. Yeah, well, That's not the position you want to be in. Yeah, and we're the mouth going right <laughs> round to the back to make them like a human buddy ringworm. Anyway, Bron, I think we've got one more story left in us. Well, what you're not going to like this one either. Where's it from? <laughs> yeah. This is from the Daily Mail, but again, inspired by someone's... TikTok. TikTok video mm-hmm. news. Let's let's hear it. So headline, I should have been on the Olympic team. Model Simone Holtznegel reveals the shocking high school accident that crushed her dreams of becoming an athlete. <gasps> oh, well, this sounds <sighs> quite interesting. Okay. It's not. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I forgot this is clickfish. Sorry, my bad. So Go they on, lured what? you in with that. And yeah. what was the actual fo- food that you chomped down on? Bron? So this model, she she posted a video saying, thinking about how I should have been on the Olympic basketball team, but then this happened. And it showed a video of her in year 10 with a broken arm. But it was all said in jest, like, oh, yeah, I should have been. Like how everyone's oh. probably parents at the moment saying, like my mum in particular, 
you could have been an Olympian if you tried hard <laughs> oh, enough. Bro. No, I couldn't have. <laughs> what, what does your mum think you could have been an Olympian in? Swimming. Oh, oh you're, that's you're right. Because uh, you, you taught swimming. And... Well, not even. She goes, well, you could have. You could have tried harder. You could have been at the Olympics. Goodness me. Oh, don't worry. So. I mean, we spoke to him earlier today, but my dad was always in my ear about my, my missed soccer dreams. <laughs> but anyways. So, but it was a joke from this person. They never actually had a chance. It's no. just like I could have. So I could put up. I was thinking about making the Olympic team, except this happened in high school and I got a paper cut or something. And so, yes. hence I can't. Yeah, there's the joke. Okay. And but this they, they story, wrote a full article on that. And it's come up across, I saw it on a lot of different pages this weekend. <laughs> it came up so many times. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, because I mean, it's... I've seen some serious sport injuries and people usually, like the pros get back out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a broken arm was not, not the thing that stopped you from making the Olympics. Yeah, we heard Stephen Bradbury, the other, he yeah, got hit <laughs> yes. by the skate, almost dies and gets back on. <laughs> Back into it, and what is the Aussie BMX uh, uh, rider for the women, women's event? Four knee reconstructions, twenty-three or something. Four knee recos on the same knee. I think the Daily Mail have just found a new way to do attractive person posts photos content. <laughs> <laughs> I found a new angle for how to do that. Just subtracting the word buxom. Um, well, Bron, we've—I uh, believe we've come to the end there of another episode of Clickfish. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you down the pool. Let's do a few laps after this. See if we could go Brisbane 2032. It's not too late. You a fan of Mexican food, Matt? Oh, don't get me started. Love me a little burrito um, and, a, and a little hard taco. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been... To a restaurant, like a prop, like a Mexican restaurant, and they serve the hard tacos. I always get the softies when I go out, but I don't mind a hard one. Oh yeah, look, it's probably one of those things where if you went to Mexico, they'd be like, "What the <laughs> hell is that?" Get it away from me. <laughs> yeah, probably. They'd be like, "That is a uh, criminal. What you're mm. doing?" But um, but you know, I like a hard taco. Sophia loves a burrito. Oh, mm. loves a burrito. Tried to cut cut a burrito in half because it was spilling out all over the floor. Huge tears. Absolute breakdown, melt, total meltdown. Because I cut her, cut her burrito. So apologies to little Sophia. Well, that's the thing. Like Mexican food, it, it's in the top of a lot of people's list as to if you could have one nationality's cuisine for the rest of your life. You had to stay in there. I reckon Mexican would be up there for quite a few people. I'm not sure it's because the tequila comes along with it, but you know, be that as it may, I reckon I would go there. Not just because it's a really nice one, but man, I'm proud of myself because it's happened twice. Recently, what are, you, what are you proud of? One of the the downsides about cooking at at home is when you you got the bowls with all the different ingredients, you fill up your taco and that kind of thing. Come to the end, and you've grated too much cheese, you've chopped up too much tomato, the lettuce is over there. You've got too much. You got to put it in the fridge. But I'm gonna oh, tell you about yes. it. I've got to tell you, I am the absolute king at. Not only making the right amount, but dividing it amount amongst the amount of tacos that I am eating or burritos, so that at the end there's no leftovers, there's no scraping, there's no finishing lettuce for the sake of it, there's no taco with just a random amount of beans that you need it. I can accurately finish Mexican food like a king. Alex Dyson, I've previously discussed and given proof that I am a psychic who can predict pregnancies. Yep. 
And you want to talk to me about how many beans are in a bowl? Bro. <laughs> Mate. Have you got it's, proof? It's harder than you like. I took a little video the other night. Me and Woods sitting down for burritos. Finished it up perfectly. Okay, we had the eight pack. <laughs> okay. And I, you know, and I, I pushed my limits. I'd say because I was, I was counting on Woods to get her four and I have my four. She stopped at three. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to have to go the five here. Finished up that <laughs> final tortilla with the perfect amount of ingredients. Nothing left. Everything straight in the dishwasher. No scraping. Look, that is phenomenal because there's always a little bit too much. I always do too little. You know, I, I, oh, I, put, yeah. the, I put the guac in. Suddenly I've, I've only scooped out two or three no. and, then there's, and then there's barely, I'm scraping the, the, the guac yeah. off the side of the bowl. Do you remember we talked to someone um, a long time ago now who talked about the little food hack where if you overstuff your burrito or your taco, which is just oh so common, mm. that you put the spare sheet, the spare tortilla underneath, all the all the stuff falls out from the top one mm. into the bottom one, mm. and then you just go straight in for the bite. Well, anyway, you do it. I would I would defy anyone to try and defeats me in a competition in which it's wrestling. I'm like that I'm like that meme of the woman looking at all these equations and that kind of thing and like the cucumbers flying past and you got a little bit of capsicum on this side and whatever whatever we've got on hand at that moment I'm like I'm going to okay I'm going to need six here bang 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 go a little he heavy on this go on that and then at the ends we're set. So that's your special skill. Well, yes, I think another podcast duo does a, a segment called special skills. So I wouldn't oh, want to I wouldn't want to call it my special <laughs> skill. I would just say. What would you like to call it then? A um, um, a gift, a good gift. I would call it my unique gift. Um, what about your, what's that thing that you hit that explodes in um, candy and stuff? A pinata. Yeah. <laughs> Could you call it your, your power pinata? My pinata special power. Yes, <laughs> potentially. All Day Breakfast. Well, thank you very much for joining us today on All Day Breakfast. Lots of fun hanging out as per usual. Yeah, big thank you to my dad, Daddy Mac, uh, for joining us on this morning's show and uh, giving us a lowdown, a bit of a history, a bit of a flashback to the 82 games and that, that BBQ. I'll tell you what, we get the big interviews here. In addition, that dirt on the best spot to, to congregate come 2032, that'll be good. Just get well, in quick if you want to book Mac O'Kine's spare room in the house because I reckon <laughs> he'll be charging a pretty penny for that one and add, a, add another uh, little lobster on top if you want to pick up some homemade chichingas. <laughs> yeah, well, Matt. I was going to say, with your proportions uh, being so on point and uh, Mac O'Kine's organising skills, hosting skills, you guys could put on a pretty pretty mean Mexican fiesta. <laughs> yeah, down at uh, the base of Mount Cooper. All right, we'll see what we can organise for that one. Um, I'm sure Matt and Alex uh, will we'll be up to, what, season 13 of All Day Breakfast by then? Something yeah. like that? Yeah, and the chichinga, ch the chimichurra chichingas. Is that Mexican and Ghanaian? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't Apologies to whoever I've offended with that <laughs> broad <laughs> guess at a food combination. Always good to slip in a little bit of offence towards the end of the show. If, you, if we miss out during a show, we always make sure to slip it in at the end. Uh, that's what you come to know and expect from Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. And I tell you what, we'll be back with more podcasting and more offence. 
Same time tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.